That's right. Hey, guys. We just finished our show. And we thought we had so much fucking content, we couldn't pack it all into one show. So we're going to put it in our after show, which we've been doing. This is the third one, I think. Something like that, Where yeah. we give you some extra stuff that Bonus we're doing. Bonus material. The, one of the first ones was me and Nick talking about uh, white privilege. Oh, that was a good that one. That was a good one. And that people was a good really, one. You know, and that is one of our down, most downloaded ones on uh, Podbean right now, which is great. So we got this extra information. Uh, this uh, We talked about 9-11, so we opened up with, uh, we had this flat earther on, and before we started this interview, we were just warming up talking to him, and uh, he turned out Man, to be... Man, he ha- like casually mentioned 9-11, and we just fucking fell all yeah. the way down that rabbit hole with him. Like, Absolutely. it went on. And he didn't just have, like, these, oh, yeah, this and that. He just kept going on. He goes, have you ever seen videos of uh, people running from the bottom of the building? Like, no, we've Man, all seen these. In the- he had all sorts of shit. And it's, he turned, it's cool, so check it out. And pa, I think he might have turned Nick. So uh, I mean, you have to listen. You're going to have to listen to find out. Yeah. Listen to see. And uh, if you guys are still listening, be sure to check out emergencyexitpodcast.com. Uh, give us a rating on iTunes. Uh, answer the weekly question for a T-shirt. So, for Nick Ryder, for Brandon Mitchell, I'm Loaf Sane. That's right. You know how everybody's kind of got their specialty? Not that everybody has their job. That doesn't sound right. It sounds like people are shills, but you know everybody's got their job. And like some people make music, some people come with the real serious side. And he had some songs and stuff, and it was really cool, and it kind of brought some people in. But once he started attacking Matt Powerland, and don't get me wrong, I think Matt Powerland's got a few screws loose too. But all the shit he was saying about Matt Powerland, he started doing the same exact shit. Like two videos later, he started losing his mind. Oh, gotcha. One video. One video, he's sitting there screaming, then he's crying, then he's yelling. He even threatened to shoot D Marble because he wore a, um, a, a azimuthal equidistant map on his shirt, and he doesn't support that. So, so he's going to shoot him, him for a, that? <laughs> Jesus. He told him he had a loaded chamber waiting for him. That's his exact words. Good lord. Oh, shit. Is something? So is there like a med <laughs> issue we need to worry about for this guy? Like... A what issue? A med, like... I think um, <laughs> the best thing we can do with Flat Earth Asshole is just what I've been saying all along when people get like that. You just ignore them, and they become irrelevant. Let them go away. That's, that's true. He's irrelevant because, honestly, his research sucks. It really does. I've been doing this for four years. I know a lot of people have. Other people have been doing it, you know, two years or whatever since the movement really picked up. He hasn't been around that long, and he's just leached off other people's research, which is fine. That's what everybody everybody gets their research from somebody else. Sure, sure. You use discernment, and you put it all together, and you decide what you want to get rid of, what you want to keep, and you go from there. But he hasn't had anything groundbreaking, and he wants people to throw out the the most commonly used map we have, but he doesn't have an alternative. He's just like – just a character like he's not giving anything new or doing any adding anything other than like well he's stage says, presence i guess or shock value like he's just uh he says that you know he's the he's, he's the loud the character. only one that uh, can yell loud enough so that uh, other people can hear him that's pretty much his cling to fame there i'm the only one remember we played it on the show i'm the only one that's actually loud enough and then he kept saying fucking listen to me fucking loud <laughs> Antonio was just like that's why you appear ignorant because you use all this research that we've already made you discover it and it's like well we said this two years ago before you discovered it Yeah. and then yeah. he goes 
He goes, oh, listen to me. That's what he's like that. Oh, yeah. He says, um, if it wasn't for me, nobody would be questioning the AE map. People were questioning the AE map once I first started getting into this. And the, the thing is, is, he was going around calling everybody a shill that would, um, that would quote-unquote promote the AE map. But all these people that he named, whether, you know, and everybody can have their own opinion on different people. But whether it's, you know, Mark Sargent, Jaronism, Eric Dubay, Bob from Globebusters, whoever, he would run down the list, name all these people, and call them shills for quote-unquote promoting the map. But every time I had ever heard these people mention the map, they have always called it a projection. They've always said this is a projection. It's the best that we have. It's not perfect. Well, aren't they aren't they right by saying that? I mean, maps yeah, are yeah, just that's projections. What, exactly right. That's what he's yes, saying. Yes, they are right. And that, that's what I'm saying. They are totally right by saying that. Yeah. But he's and going around saying, like, they came out and said, this is the absolute truth. This oh, is the yeah. flat earth map. Blah, 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 blah. That's not how it went at all. I have so that never, guy's completely irrelevant. I have never really liked uh, flat earth assholes research. I thought he was just funny, man. I enjoy the shit out of him. Um, how cocky he is, and he uh, talks about he's a uh, nut. yeah, he's a nut. Exactly, he he's uh, a nut. He goes to like open mics and karaoke bars, <laughs> and just like lets himself go. <laughs> Says, "Oh, we never went to the moon. Hey, what is this? Uh, the lunar module or a tweaker homeless shelter?" That's his thing right <laughs> That's there. Right. He takes credit for that too, and that wasn't even him. That was Matt that came up with that. Exactly. <laughs> Matt's the one that originally said that. Listen and then to he me was like, uh, no. he was mad about somebody saying, oh, you're saying my t shirt, blah, 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 blah. Actually, guy, you didn't even come up with that. <laughs> it's like, wow, dude. Yeah, actually, we have Antonio. Antonio's actually here. What do you have to say about uh, Flat Earth Asshole? You're coming across like a complete twat. Thank you, Antonio. Yes. <laughs> 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 oh, that's a great soundbite, dude. It really is. Oh, absolutely. It's staying, it really staying on the board. <laughs> so on the phone right now, we have Brian Stavley oh, yeah. from the oh, real... Should we let him know where... Oh. Stavely. Okay. Stavely. Don't make the correct yet, but just so you know, Stavely. Stavely. <laughs> Stavely. I haven't, like, separated. Today we speak to Brian Stavely from therealnewsonline.com. Um, let's see. I just want to, I'm just practicing there. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I was, should we at least like, give a head up before we officially point. start? Yeah. Jesus. Stavely, Stavely, Stavely. I just got to make sure to hammer that shit in. Stavely, Stavely. All right. Shall we get started? Sure. I mean, we're, we're warming up. That's what we were doing there. Yeah. Right. All right, gents. Let's take a, we usually we would take a shot, but we're going to cheers yeah, our beer. If you're drinking with us, you can drink with us, bud. I wish I was. I just got water tonight, but uh, you guys are interviewing me. I'm ready. Whatever, whatever you want to talk about. Uh, he's, uh, you can hear him rubbing those hands together, getting ready. All right. <clears throat> I really was. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell us who you are, what do you do for money, and what brought you to the Flat Earth Theory to get started, bud? Okay. Um, well, I am... 40 years old now. I'm from Lowell, Massachusetts. Uh, who am I? I don't know. I used to be a guy that was really into like sports and video games and all that, but that kind of all changed in um, in 2010 when I um, what quote unquote woke up to 9/11. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I actually took 9/11. I don't know if you, how much you've looked at my website, but you know I go a lot deeper on 9/11 than the standard standard truther. Uh, standard truth or um, stories that most people tell. So I, I caught quite a bit of opposition for it. So I, I did that for a few years. And 
my, my whole thing was I started my, my website because of 9-11 and media fakery in general, whether it be fake shootings, fake, you know, information just put out about, you know, the medicinal system, fake information by the government. But it, it ended up turning into, after researching 9-11 a lot, it turned into these, these false flags, including 9-11, turned out to be hoaxes and not false flags where people are actually dying. Now, there was a lot of opposition I caught along the way with that. I would imagine, yeah. Unlike flat, yes, and un, un, unlike Flat Earth, you, with Flat Earth, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with some of the theories. You know, how there's, some people think there's a dome, some people think there's not, stuff like that. Absolutely, but sure, these sure. People can, these people can work together in Flat Earth. It's fine. Uh, there is some separation. There is some division. Right. But for the, mo- for the most part, these people can work together. Well, when you're in 9-11... Once you start talking about, okay, there were no planes, the planes were CGI, once I got to that point, I mean, I was thrown out of forums that I was moderators of. Um, then once I start looking into the deaths, that's a totally, that was a totally new ball game, and, and all it did is it basically got everybody in the 9-11 movement to come after me, from Judy Wood to Willie Rodriguez to all wow. these people are calling me, calling me a shill, and just all types of shit. And when you really look into it, let me ask you a question real quick about 9-11. Sure. You remember on 9-11 how, you know, we're told 50,000 people are inside the building, you know? Sure. Uh-huh. Uh, approximately. 50,000 workers inside the building. Approximately 3,000 dead. That leaves 47,000 people to escape the building, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, remember all those dramatic videos of the people running out of the buildings? Yeah, there were a lot of people running away from those buildings. Ah, actually you don't. You remember people running. You haven't seen one video of anybody exiting the building on 9/11. Oh, I've never seen any never video seen. of anything coming out of ni- uh, those. Well, other than the trains. people falling yeah. or jumping out of the windows. I've seen the ones where the clouds are about to yes. like like get everybody and they're running from that. But I've never seen anyone run out yep. of the building. No, just and the jumpers. That was all staged scenery. And the jumper shots that you speak of, uh-huh. those did not air on 9/11. Those aired after. Um, not like in right Nevada, because, because I remember. Yes, I was heading. On the day. I was I heading to work was. that morning, and like the radio was all just something about a plane crash, and I was like hungover as fuck, maybe even still drunk. I don't know. Just like fucking, I don't care about a goddamn plane. Like I want to hear some music on my drive to work or something. And I get in there, and everybody's gathered around this shitty little like eight inch black and white TV or something like that they happen to have in the office, and we got to see the second plane hit, and I was like, oh fuck. And that's what we did at work all day was just watch the coverage, yeah. you know, air quotes, as it happened. But you're right. I don't recall ever seeing First of people all, fleeing. I don't remember any jumping talked about oh. during that moment. It was all later. First of all, I have a hard time believing that 18 years ago or however long ago that was you were working stiff. Weren't you still in high school back then? I graduated in 2000, uh, motherfucker. Okay, so you're one year out. You're already working office life a year later. No, dude, school? I was working at a fucking taco shop. <laughs> okay, that's all right. I digress. So, Brian, I did want to – let's explore this uh, 9-11 a little bit since you're on it. Like, so Yeah, this you, is usually how we end every interview yeah, we ever you, have is asking about 9-11. So you just fucking exactly. – we got to up our so, game now. We're starting so at the end. <laughs> you're, you're in the camp that uh, believes that they're – this is all a hoax. This is not a false flag. This is not where uh, President Bush allowed this to happen. You think this is a complete fabrication? I think it's a complete fabrication, right? And I am not just basing that on, say, um, the video. Like like I told you, there's a lack of video from that day. Um, when you actually look into the deaths and you look at 
Um, for instance, if you go into the Social Security Death Index, mm -hmm. and you and which is very accurate, it's usually over uh, about ninety percent accurate. Um, there's about twenty five hundred people that aren't even listed as dying on nine eleven. Um, if you look at the death tolls for the state of New York, it averages about 500 people in the whole state every day that died. That death toll never spiked. Then if you go through the memorials and you take the time to go through all the memorials, uh, the two major ones were like the, um, the CNN memorial and the Voices of September memorial, you'll notice that all the pictures that are in the memorials are all photoshopped clones of each other. As in, like, let's say there was a picture and I died on 9-11, and there's a picture of my mother hugging me, and I'm in one memorial. In the other memorial, there would be a picture of me, the background would be whited out, and my mother that was giving me a hug would be erased, and these would be presented as two authentic pictures. Now, you tell me when that would ever be acceptable. By well, you know, family. things uh, can't... Photos and things are weird, uh, and and videos. Who knows what's going on with real videos? But well, we're, we're let's think about real things here. Like, we're, what about the people on the planes? Um, were, did they ever exist? What do you? He you're, was saying no, the planes don't even exist because there were no planes. And if you study the plane footage, it's very easy to see. I mean, you see better crash physics on a, on a Nintendo sixty four. Honestly, I mean, there's, there's like the <laughs> yeah. Earth well, County it was two thousand and one back then. So and. Games like Resident Evil. 64 were, was out by. And Resident Evil was out by then, the and it, Resident Evil was like the most highest quality. We're talking about PS1 Resident Evil there. Um. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, what was I getting at with this uh, with this fucking plane here? Well, you asked about the passengers, and, that, and that's the big thing. Okay, so what about all the passengers? Oh, well, they, the planes never took off. There were no planes, and it's it's without me showing you the images and stuff right here. Um. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. I just had to connect something. Okay. Um, to without actually having the images to show you here right now, I don't know if I could. I could probably drop some in the Skype chat for you. Sure. Some gifts. I mean, the the planes Are you able go to record in the his tower. screen? Uh, I might be able. The go halfway in the tower without even penetrating it. Without even penetrating it. So yeah, we're on. Um, I'm on. Go. I'm on your uh, your your website, therealnewsonline.com. Not real news online, but therealnewsonline.com. And there's a GIF that we're looking at right now where we see, boop, 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 and it just like sinks right into the, like uh, like it's made yep. of some sort of uh, cloth yep. or something or like yeah styrofoam or and something. And also, wouldn't it be wouldn't it like I get that it's crashing, but at least parts of it would be flying out the other side of the building at that like at the speed of fucking plane is flying. It did happen that way though, uh, but right allegedly, but it's sure as shit not in the but video. That's hollow aluminum. That's hollow aluminum going through 84 steel su support beams and concrete. It but, should not come out the other but side. But it's intact, it's going. One of the images that they showed. Do you know how fast it was going when it was approaching the World Trade Center though? Yeah, supposedly it was going 500 miles an hour, which is also actually impossible at sea level. You can't <laughs> fly a commercial jet at that at that speed. Uh, well, it disagree. Was, uh, we very so much you, disagree. At, so, at sea level? Not yes. supposed to. Oh, you very much could. It, the plane would be on the verge of and ripping it's itself apart, it's but couple, you very much well could. And it's a couple hundred feet you, you up. You think an amateur pilot that's never flown a commercial airliner could do 500 miles per hour at sea level? Well, well, they you gotta well, remember, these aren't professional pilots either. No, of course not. You're, you're, but yeah, but that's what the report said. Like, who's who knows if that's actually you know, real or not, if we're going to be going by the NSIT, uh, the N uh, NIST report there, uh, they said that 
they uh, were they just took some uh, they took some flight lessons. They taken. They yeah. barely knew how to do any of this. And then we so have the, the Pentagon where so the these guy, were fully loaded, according to the story, fully loaded passenger airplanes that actually had intended destinations being helmed by amateur pilots. That's not true either. They they weren't allegedly fully loaded. They allegedly so you're saying they kind of like never they never they, like existed. They, they allegedly only had about sixty people apiece. No, so they should have about two hundred fifty. So what do you think about set? And that, is that because these were allegedly well, or these were amateur pilots? I never no, heard that part about they the pilots. Really using planes at all, and it's easier to fake sixty people than two hundred and fifty of them. Well, right. I mean, but for sake of the story, though. But didn't we watch that? Didn't we watch that live? Uh, the video of it going through the I've, I've seen several video of uh, this plane or uh, two planes or at least this one plane coming through the second one I think we never saw the first yep. one but we all saw the second one on on TV you think that is a complete CGI yes. bullshit absolutely and then absolutely. they used explosions to make it look like it like happened Absolutely, there would be some sort of explosions used for people that actually had a view of the buildings from, you know, other parts of New Jersey across the Hudson River, uh, stuff like that. They're obviously going to have uh, some form of trickery to make you believe that that's what really happened. But yes, there were no planes that hit the towers. And, 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 and if there were planes, where's all the parts from the planes? There, there, are, there is no large wing sections. There is no engines. As a matter of fact, they found was supposed to be an engine to the plane right mm -hmm. they found it on the corner of church and murray street it was supposedly fell 90 stories it didn't dent the pavement it was behind yellow tape under scaffolding and it wasn't even from a commercial jet it was a small single engine plane that they just planted See, we we had another yeah. guest talk about this like random engine they found and the engine yeah doesn't even it's fit just a random the fucking plane, plane engine they found well, but well, or they planted, but the 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 engine they found doesn't actually match the plane that they were saying hit the Tower. build. Yeah, so mm -hmm. them saying this is part of the wreckage from the accident can't can't possibly. I think it was fucking Ryan's den was the one talking about the the airplane engine that they found, and uh, yeah, it, like it doesn't no, it doesn't fit at all the the type of plane that no. was involved. No, because there was no plane. They just planted that engine there. Uh, well, and, okay, and but wouldn't they, like, have got the, I don't know, somehow so made the, those the, match. The, if you're going to this much of a, or this, to these lengths to make this fucking story, couldn't you have at least got that one obvious that detail, one detail right? right. <laughs> they don't care because people are that asleep. They don't need to. They don't need to True. haul in a big 747 engine uh, because people are that asleep. They'll just... You know what I mean? Like, how many people point. right now do you hear kicking and screaming about the wrong size engine on Church and Murray? Nobody. Nobody gives a damn about it because everybody fact. just believes the official story. And the other <laughs> thing is the whole buildings themselves were an illusion. Um, you guys need to take a really good look through my 9-11 um, work at, at some point. But those towers were built in 1972, and they were completed in 1976. Uh -huh. In 1978, in 1978, you can still see clear through the top third of the building where the floors were never even finished. And these are the same companies, Canna Fitzgerald, Marsh McLennan, just those two companies alone claimed 1,400 of the supposed lives. And they were on floors that were never even built. And even due to their own occupancy report, they admitted being on there since 1976. 
and there was they there were not even floors for them to stand. They on. never got finished. And as crazy as that, as crazy as that sounds, the elevators also do not access those floors. Um, if you're on my website and you look at the second page, it says 9/11, the complete media hoax exposed. That might be where you saw some of the gifts. But if you just click that link, I mean, I've got pictures of the elevators there. I got gifts of the airplanes going straight through. Yeah, we're through. looking at them right um, here. Yeah, take take a look as we're talking. Look at some of some of the images. It's pretty amazing. The elevators literally skipped floor 78 through about 102, and that is the exact area where the supposed impact zone was, and supposedly where all the people were trapped. So and you're gonna wonder, well, wait a minute, wait they, a minute, wait a minute here. How are they? Yep. How is this yep. even like? So these people that worked in this building, they're you're saying never uh, nobody works in this building either. No, no, no. The, he's saying those floors nobody. were. I'm saying a good portion of it was, those, those... was corded off, unaccessible by the public. And yes, there were probably some. There were real companies more near the bottom of the towers. But but listen to the little trick that they pulled here. Have you heard of the Windows of the World restaurant and the observation deck? Uh, yeah, sure. Right on the on the on that... near the top. Yes, on the roof. One's on the roof of each of each building. Okay. And those were real tourist attractions. So real people would go in those buildings. They would get in the elevator. It would literally skip over all those floors where the impact zone was. Um, I can even I have pictures also of those floors uh, from the inside also where they where they're vacant uh, and they're supposed to be occupied. But they would take the people to these tourist attractions. They'd get real tickets. They'd really visit the place. But what they also did is they built a subway right. Now you're gonna you're probably wondering, okay, well if there's fifty thousand people in this building every day, how the hell are you gonna fool the neighbors? I mean, where's all the people coming out of the towers at five o'clock every day, right? Right. They built they built a subway in the lobby of the World Trade Center that brings three hundred thousand people a day into the lobby. Now, if you think of Manhattan, and not to stereotype anybody, but if people are taking a subway in Manhattan into the World Trade Center, what are those people going to be dressed like? Suits. Suits. Yeah, business attire. Just like people that work in the towers, right? So when 300,000 people are streaming in and out of the towers because they took the subway, and then there are some workers actually going to their own floors, who's going to know? Who's going to catch on to the illusion? Mm. It's the perfect. It's the perfect magic trick perfect magic trick and like what you said with um to skip around a little bit what you said about like uh remember we saw the plane hit live how could it hit live this and that right mm -hmm. how hard do you how hard do you think it is to pre-record a movie chop it up into look like newscasts and throw a live banner on it not hard at all uh, you're absolutely right it's, it's not hard at all in fact and a lot of movies have played with that the, uh, but then that would require people to like to be with on, in on this thing, and why isn't why? Yes, yes. So, so yes, we're saying like if there are people that doesn't, mean, doesn't mean every reporter in the world is in on it. Just like when we get into flat Earth, sure, it doesn't mean every pilot and every scientist is in on it. They've all been indoctrinated more than anybody else. Most of the people on the media, they they just they're being fed information. They're reading off a teleprompter, much like our president does. You know what I mean? They're reading information. Goddamn They've right. worked in the news for so long. They believe that the news is what they're told. Now, there are bigger-name reporters that were on the street and made some very weird interviews that they would definitely be in on it. But I'm not saying 
the entire U.S. media is in on. The right, US right, media right. It's very much at the head of the snake here. Just like I'm going to get into NASA later, they're very much near the head of the snake. They might not be the tippy top. We can anybody can argue, you know, what that is. You know, people want to say the Vatican, the Jews, the Jesuits. I'm not going to get into that whole because I don't know. You know what I mean? That's a guess. But yeah, the media, sure, sure. the U.S. media, and NASA are very, very high up there. They're very, very, very involved. And if you look at the 52, and it's very easy to find this. Um, I actually put it on my site, but you can YouTube it. YouTube 52 angles of Flight 175 at some point and just watch it. The trajectories of the plane, and it's all one plane, the second plane, they do not even match. I put a couple up on my website. Just depending upon like which one. angle the video is taken from? That you mean? It, it, not even just the angle the video is taken from. It's it's th there are ones that are taken from similar perspectives. So there'll be a videographer that supposedly say in an adjacent building on a similar floor to another videographer. They're filming the plane. On one of them, it's coming down like a dive bomber. There's other ones where most of them it's coming straight in. Right, I've usually seen shots where it's going up, bro. It's going in and then it ascends and smashes in through the tower. They're different colored planes. This, this is just bad computer animation. That's what it is. And Goddamn Michael Bay movie. But, yeah, but you know, amateur footage back then wasn't what we have today where everyone has a goddamn cell phone, you know? And then, well, even right, then I, I watched, like, you know, fight videos. I love watching someone get knocked out videos. And, it, you know, it's still shitty quality sometimes, you know? It's probably worse quality than we had right, back then. Right, but this then. wasn't all amateur. Yeah, like, the first plane had already hit. That doesn't change the trajectory of a flight. You, you that's true. You can have resolution on your cell phone. That's not going to change the angle the plane comes in. Yeah, right? but then you have to understand where that person was taking it, where he okay, was filming it from. Some... And just like, you know, it could look different angles. Angles, perspective, changes no, okay, lots of different things. Okay, but it's things. not going to change as much as they're like it's even not just on so drastically where an airplane is making a dive bomb a dive bomb or sometimes it's like you're, curving hey, up you guys are right you know perhaps uh maybe that's the way it flew into who knows what what actually happened you're right i i and i, I don't I know has there videos. ever been reports of people who are on the sidewalk like because i mean a plane crashing into a building you'd think especially in new york city there's going to be thousands of fucking people being like i was standing right well, there i saw it fucking happen yeah and, and where's I, all that and is uh is there a lot of that missing? There's uh there's one called the Evan Fairbank shot. I put it up on my website for you guys to see. It's in a GIF. It's a great video. Check that uh, out. You can tell that you can tell that he is. Uh, it's like a layered image. He's put in, and then the graphics behind him are put in, and the the the, the airplane is coming in. Now this is a commercial jetliner doing 500 miles an hour, and it's only 90 stories above him. And he doesn't even turn his head and look at it. And then it smashes in the tower. He's just sitting there having his lunch. And then he turns like two seconds later and looks up because it's just totally fake. <laughs> oh, but shit. What was that? Brian, wouldn't it be easier if this actually happened uh, sort of as if we were as, – as we saw it, as, it, as things happened? I mean, wouldn't that be much easier oh. than to orchestrate such a, a massive thing like those no, – you said the buildings were – the buildings were constructed in the absolutely. 70s, right? Um, so, and with with yep. with those uh, levels or those uh, those floors, you know, empty as you were saying. Um, so they this has been a plan since you know the 70s when they built that. 
No. Oh, absolutely. Probably even before oh. that. It's been it's been in the plan since seventies when they built them. But I mean, to, to, uh, they plan these things way longer than thirty years, though. I, I would think it's probably been planned longer, but guaranteed it was planned um, thirty years in advance. Uh, there's tons of predictive programming that show the towers coming down in in the many years leading up to it. But let me address the jumpers real quick. This will blow your mind because you've never noticed this. And I guarantee you, when you go and look at it, you're going to be like, oh, my God, this kid was right. So on 9-11, they show you all these people trying to squeeze out the windows, right? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, we saw video of people hanging out the windows. And even just leaping. Yes, Yes, this is great. So you remember them hanging out the windows, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, they were squeezing out the windows. The windows are about four feet tall, so they're all crouching to get out these windows, right? Uh Uh-huh. In reality, the World Trade Center windows were all seven feet tall, and they did not open. Ah, so real- they cut into it. So what you were seeing, what you were seeing there, was actually a stage set somewhere that wasn't built to scale. Pretty hard to build the World Trade Center to scale, but even that portion of it was not built to scale. And you have this dramatic scene of all these people squeezing out these little four-foot windows, and they weren't smashed. They were opened. They opened four-foot windows and were squeezing out. Um, and I can even show you pictures from inside the building of the windows being seven feet tall with gentlemen actually standing in the window frame, and his head isn't even touching the top because it's it's seven feet tall. Those oh. are all staged shots. This, this and, is and very the interesting. Other, the other question is that Go people ahead. always want to ask is, is well, People always know you got you guys know the government doesn't give a shit about us, okay? Obviously, we know that. Well, uh, or at least yeah. I would think. Not other than think, how much we can vote and keep them yeah, profitable. Exactly. Okay. Now think about this. It, as crazy as it seems to hoax this event, right? Is it easier to kill three thousand people or to fake it? Now, before you answer. Think what happens when you really kill 3,000 people. Uh, you like, have 3,000 plus families coming after you. They're going to demand a real investigation, not this funerals, insurance problems. The 9-11 truth. There's going to be all kinds of investigation if you really kill 3,000 people. And, and people live for money, right? Money makes the world go round. As sad as that is, it's the truth. Everybody needs money. There's a victim compensation fund that's set up for the victims' families of 9-11. Right. We, Family was awarded between 2.3 million, and I forget the upper number. You know, there was some more for some of the businesses, but we'll say 2.3 million dollars per family. Do you know out of the 2,900 and was it 2,991 families? I believe it was. Do you know that only 63 people collected their money? We're talking about free money from the government. The breadwinner in your family died in a terrorist attack, and you're not going to go down and pick up your free two million dollars. Well, I feel that $2 million is, is nothing compared to a life. I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you're going to pick up the money, but I feel like maybe they want more, and they're not just going to pick up these pennies when they lost I somebody agree, drastically right. like I this. Agree. It's not closure. It's not closure. It's not you closure. Lost, you no, it's definitely not pennies either. Like, if your husband you're or your spouse dies, you're not money-grubbing, but you still get a life insurance policy or something. You're like. Still gonna go, you're still going to go pick up the money. It might not give you closure. And you're still going to grieve your lost one every day. And here's another one. Here's another one for you to think about. When Okay, this kid's saying the deaths are fake. The birth, the death certificates are fake. I could show you hundreds and hundreds of these Photoshop pictures. But how about this? You guys use Facebook, obviously. That's how you guys got in touch with me, right? Sure. 
Okay, how often do you see somebody put up a stupid picture of that cat? Or are they a dog? Or it's my dog's So birthday? many. <laughs> Every 9-11, how often do you see people put up home videos of their lost loved ones that died on 9-11? Well, that was an interesting thing that you you have to mention. Not because, once. I mean, have, you, have you ever met anybody that uh, supposedly lost somebody? Well, that would be a better question for you. Us, obviously, are so far away, it's very unlikely that we would know anybody. But like you're, you're from, from that neighborhood. Sound like you're from oh, New England, no. so... I, I, I've met people who say they've known somebody who knew their dogs, doctors, veterinarians, <laughs> sister-in-law. Like the fucking six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Stories, every time. And every time they get offensive with me, and I keep it polite with these people, every time they get offensive, oh, well, I know somebody that died in there. My cousin died in there. And I'll real politely say, I'll say, oh, well, what was your cousin's name? I will never even get a friggin' answer. Weird. To I'll never even get an answer. People are so emotionally attached to it that they'll just say that they knew somebody or because somebody told them that they knew somebody, and that's it. Well, and it, ma it makes sense, though, because, you know, not what they're saying, but that we won't, that we might not ever meet anybody that knows somebody. We'll only know people that know them, not the actual families, because uh, how many people actually died, supposedly, Brian? 3,000. 2,000, 3,000 uh, 2, people? 2,900. 2,900. So... You know, 2,900 people out of how many people? I mean, if we lived more on the, you know, in New York, we might have known somebody. But uh, well, I know that's what I was saying. It's a lot, lot more likely that he would, because he's absolutely. from there. I'm only 200 miles from there. I don't know See? anybody yeah. that died there. Yeah, yeah. weird, man. Quite close to the and, rest, and, though. And, 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 let me get to this. So there is one guy that supposedly died that's in the next town over, okay? So this is what I have to hear from people. I have to hear, oh, well, what about Oganowski? He was the pilot of Flight 11, blah, 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 blah. So I did my due diligence, and I'm going to dig into this guy to see if he was – now, I – in my opinion, since there's so many fake death certificates – well, actually, they only faked a few. There's 2,600 missing death certificates. That's right. Uh, so many fake photos. I tend to think – and it's much easier to just fake identities than to actually take people and relocate them. But I do think there is a handful of people that, that maybe were relocated, told to keep their mouth shut, got compensated. I think this guy might be one of them. So what I did is I went to go see if he was indeed a real person. I went to the high school and the college that he went to around here. I got the yearbooks. Uh, there was some speculation that he was his brother that some people were trying to say. But that was disinfo. They are two different people. Then I went and I looked into – you can access people's tax records on their property. It's public information. Yep. So I accessed the tax records on his property because first I found his daughter lying about when they moved into Drinkit, which is the next town over, which I thought was very weird. And then I found a Photoshop picture of, of him and he's sitting in the cockpit of the plane. Then there's the exact same picture again with his daughter on the lap, but it's the same picture, the same lighting, this and that. But it would have been way too old for her to be even born yet. She's younger than me, and this picture was like from the early 70s, okay? But anyways, to get to the point, so I look at the property records, and the property is not in his name, which, hey, it, it, it's, a, it's a woman's world now too. It could be in his wife's name, not his name, whatever, right? But he is a, a you know long-time airline pilot for American Airlines. You would figure his name would be on the property. So her, her name was on it, not his. So then I looked to see where the property came from. She got the property for the sum of like it was it was like a dollar. Uh, I might be off on that, but it was like single digits. She got the property from a company called Avco. Avco manufactures missiles for Raytheon. Wow. Okay. That definitely does raise some flags. 
it raises a lot of flags. And then some of the phone calls from the plane. There was, if you get, do you guys know who um, Mark Bingham is? Um, no, I, yeah, I don't know. I believe so. Okay, now if if you guys ever want to laugh, listen to the nine eleven phone calls. One guy calls his mother. Okay, mm-hmm. he's Just like, "Mom, this is Brian or something." No, he doesn't like, just say this is Brian. He uses his last name. Yeah, when he calls and then he his says, mom. Believe me, don't. He says, "Mom, the plane's been hijacked. This is Mark Bingham. You believe me, don't you?" Man, but this is it's just like, like watching like those Sandy Hook uh, interviews, and you're like, you can't honestly be, uh, like know in that situation how you will react or do something like that. You know, maybe he wanted to portray that... like a seriousness to his mo- mother, like. You know, this okay, is but me, who you don't I am. say first and last name. I mean, I don't call my mom. And be like, this yeah, is seem, this is Nicholas Ryder, date of birth March twenty eighth, nineteen eighty two. I am absolutely serious, right? Like you'd say, mom, holy fucking shit, I'm freaking so, out. Like, okay, would, so you're trying to say that the smart, the smart uh, elites that are uh, behind this perpetrated action against us did this and fucking and fuck that put up. this up and they they fucked that up and they think that's all right, like. Come on, they're trying to yeah, orchestrate I such. Actually, I actually, on all these events, That's... I think they show their hand on purpose. <laughs> I do. So they can I, laugh I, 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 at they, you. I, they do make mistakes on purpose. Not, not like screw the whole thing up because they want to fool the masses. They make mistakes on purpose all the time. Like, uh, like when we get into NASA and stuff, and we'll point out some some mistakes with some of the CGI and stuff. Do am I really to believe that they don't fix that and post edit? That some of that gets out on purpose. Absolutely. Absolutely, some of this gets out on purpose. And I wouldn't just say, oh, 9 11 suspicious because Mark Bingham called his mother and said, hi, it's me, it's Mark Bingham. You believe me, don't you? It's the preponderance of phone calls. It's the lack of evidence of airplanes. It's the obvious CGI of the buildings. Not only not only the, uh, the airplanes, look at the buildings next time. When you look at those videos of the airplanes going into the building, you're going to notice something's very missing. What's There's that? no windows on the building. Almost like the graphic program they were using in 2001 couldn't properly do the reflections on the building. They're, they're missing. You don't even see them in the buildings. They're, they're, they're totally gone. It's like they're That's these true. white out. But that, but, but all windows, that, only, see show, a that only proves that cameras back in that time were no. not as great as they are now. No, it doesn't prove that because we have no. images from before that date of the same buildings, and you can see the windows just fine. They just look like that on 9-11. So you were so saying you're, you you could be right, man. I don't I don't have a really strong opinion either way on 9/11, but I did want to mention uh, about a plane crash in Paris uh, or in France here. It's called a uh, German Wings Flight 9525. It was, it was an intentional, deliberate uh, plane crash. Are you familiar? Uh, not no, not really. Something you should look up. It, but I, I couldn't give a strong opinion on it. Uh, the co-pilot went nutty. He completely went off the rails, and he. Dipped the the plane down with passengers in it and cl- uh, crashed it into the Alps. And what happened is that the plane nearly disintegrated. It nearly disintegrated. Uh, there's still pieces left of it, a lot of debris of it, but not nothing huge at all. Um, and this could explain a lot of things like the Pentagon or you know not the the crashing into the actual buildings itself. Uh, that. Why there's no hole? I mean, the speed of it itself. If we're going by what they're saying, 500 miles an hour, and you're saying that doesn't exist, but we're going by that because that's the official story. Like, if it was going that fast, this is what would happen at those speeds. Like, you gotta wonder what would happen yeah. to a plane going 500 miles an hour, dipping, and just like, why would it disappear? And like, okay. I asked, but you have something, but, you know, uh, the German wings 95, uh, 25, um, 
flight that happened. But so go ahead. Same, on the same note, right? Let's say I take a baseball, an airplane, anything you want. Let's say you're, I'm standing in my room right now and I'm looking at the wall, right? Uh-huh. Let's say I take a baseball and let's say I'm Roger Clemens and I throw the baseball 100 miles an hour and it goes through my wall, right? When yeah. is the hole in the wall going to be made? Is it going to be made when the baseball goes through it or is it going to be made five seconds later? Well, it'd be, it, well it, it will happen as soon as it goes impact. through. Yeah, upon impact, it will happen, yes. But that's not what happened on 9-11. You can see the planes penetrate halfway through the building before the building is even damaged. But if it's Whether doing 500, 500 – yeah, but if it's doing over 500 miles an hour back. from the tip of the, the nose of – what was it, a 737? Uh, from the time it goes back to even the wings, what is that, probably 80 feet? If, if that far, do you realize how fast that's going to be? 500 miles an hour. Doing 500 miles an hour? That's going to – how many frames How, how many frames in a camera is that going to be? If, I mean, if you're running 25 frames a second, it's so – yes, it's going to look like it's instantaneous. Exactly my point, exactly, because it only proves that cameras back then were, were shitty, and we didn't have phantom cameras that were watching this thing where like, we expect to see this like slow motion where we see every little thing. Like if you have a balloon inside another balloon and you pop them, you'll see only one balloon pop, but in a uh, phantom camera that shows uh, uh, you know, maybe a 1,000 frames a second mm -hmm. or more, you'll see the first one get popped and then the second one get popped. You know, mm -hmm. but we don't see that. in 2001 were not so shitty that you could not see something penetrate a wall and then have to see the hole appear five seconds At later. 500 miles an hour, That's... I think that a camera okay, at that resolution would not be able to get it that down, I mean, you'd be, if it's all windows, you'd see cracks in the glass. Like, there would be a response. The building wouldn't still be so bad. And again, to his earlier point, you'd see reflections of the other buildings around it. You'd see the reflection of the airplane as it approached the building. It's all windows. There would be some kind of reflection of the fucking sun or something, missing. but there's sounds nothing. Like you're on, sounds like you're I'm uh, kind of getting on board with yeah, this. Yeah, he's switching <laughs> over. But it's like, it's all just blank. There's no reflection of anything. And if it's a building of nothing yeah, but windows, you'd have sun glares or something. To, there's too much to write off. There's people that are supposedly taking videos from the same building, okay? Videographers, like, say one's on the 40th floor of this adjacent building, one's on the 38th floor of this adjacent building. So similar perspectives, right? And they're showing the collapse of the building, so you know it's the exact same time of the day because the collapse only took 10 seconds or so, as we know, right? And in one shot, the building will be completely in the shade. In the other person's video, it's completely in sunlight. It just doesn't match because it's fabricated evidence. Brian, you know what, man? You you are the most competent 9-11 Absolutely. Uh, uh, truther that we've ever That's come like across. Maybe we need to change the topic of today's episode. That's Just what make it, it feels a 9-11 like, episode. That's and you know awesome. what? I think you made a truther out of Nick Ryder over here. Uh, and I think we should like – I'm like, glad to hear that. I think and, we should – uh, you believe what I'm saying right now, you'd be crazy. But it, I would love for you guys to check out my 9-11 work and – Maybe listen to one of my radio shows. I mean, I have like a hundred of them, but that one link I told you guys that has all the gifts and everything. Uh huh. There's a there's a show there's a show that we just did because we've been I've been exposing this hoax since 2010. But there's a show that me and my partner just did a few months ago for all the uh, the flat Earth people that hadn't seen 9/11 in this light yet, and we kind of break it all down and we will walk you through all that evidence. And the evidence is, it's astounding. I mean, there are obituaries that are created before 9-11 and they're telling you what flight the people died on. And you can't write that Thank off. Thank you guys very much for listening. I mean, this is, this is That's right. <laughs> that was the after show. 
Thank you guys for listening so much. If you guys like our content, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Write something down. Something specific. That'd be sweet. So, if you guys are uh, cool and you guys are all thing, if you guys all that good shit, come on by next week. We'll be doing the same fucking cool, awesome shit that we're always doing every fucking week. I just ate a big old fucking bagel with a with an egg in the middle with a bunch of with a stack of shredded cheese on it. <clears throat> Nothing's fucking better than a fucking toasted bagel with like cream cheese on it. And then you, maybe you like put cream cheese on one side and then you do it like jelly on the other side, like blueberry jelly. Holy fuck, that's good shit. I mean, that's just one humble guy's opinion. You know. We've been uh, doing emergency exit now for about two years, almost two years. And uh, we thank you guys so much for listening, for contributing to just everything that's going on, the, the topics that have been coming from you. If you, guys, uh, if you guys want some more of this stuff, keep writing, keep calling us, keep doing this and that. Man, we're digging that shit. If you guys have ideas on beers for a uh, brewer order, holy fuck. Dude, you should totally fucking send those in. I mean, are you listening? This is the after after show. Well, I'm the only one here. I'm like cutting all the stuff for the after show because we ran too long on our other show. And so we put this stuff in the after show. Now I'm like putting an outro for the out show. Like, what the fuck? Here we are. <sighs> I doubt anyone's going to hear it. Are you there? And say something. I'm not gonna tell the boys that I uh, released it this way. You can just go ahead and uh, holler at them and be like, "Hey, I love the fucking outro, listed. Like, uh, what the fuck? What outro? <laughs> it would blow their fucking minds. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys talking about? Oh, the outro, listed for the after after show. What the fuck? Anyways, thank you guys very much for uh, listening. Once again, this has been your boy Los for the passion, for the hard hat, saying 